Welcome to Awesome My Life. Love you and
Loving God, you tell us it's enough for us to be like you, yet we can feel overwhelmed and discouraged by the injustice that surrounds us and our seeming inability to do anything about it. You tell us not to fear those who can kill the body but not the soul, yet the violence and the grief in the world threatens to deaden our hearts at times. You tell us that we are deeply valuable, yet we notice so many in our neighborhoods and world are treated as not so valuable, and sometimes we don't feel so valuable ourselves. You tell us that there is a light, that the darkness cannot overcome, and that we are to shout this from the rooftops. In the face of the world's suffering, violence, and despair, whisper in our hearts that we learn to grow as disciples who declare in the light the love and goodness of God with our voices and with our lives. Amen. Please hear these affirming words. In Christ, we are welcomed fully and enabled to exchange our fear with faith, our forgetfulness with the reassurance that's grounded in remembrance, our turning away with the possibility of turning toward our call and life more abundant, that we might help transform the world and all creation by the power of God's unconditional and all-encompassing love. With open hands and hearts, let us receive the peace of Christ's grace and peace. Amen. Our scripture this morning is Matthew chapter 10, verses 24 to 39. Um, Jesus is getting his disciples ready to go out into the world. It's part of a very long um, speech or talk that he's giving. You'll hear that this is spoken by Jesus, all of it. God, please bless the reading and hearing 
of your word. Amen. A disciple is not above the teacher, nor a slave above the master. It is enough enough for the disciple to be like the teacher and the slave like the master. If they've called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more will they malign those in his household? So, have no fear of them. For nothing is covered up that will not be uncovered, and nothing secret that will not become known. When I say to you, in the dark, tell in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim from the rooftops, Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. Even the hairs on your head are counted. So do not be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. Everyone, therefore, who acknowledges me before others, also acknowledges whoever denies me before others, I will also deny before my Father in heaven. Do not think I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace but a sword. For I have come to set man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And one's foes will be members of one's own household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Those who find their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake will find it. God's word for God's people. God be praised and thanked. Now God, may the the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. There are some parts of this reading that feel a little harsh, and I have to remember that Jesus was sending his disciples out at a time when they were going to encounter a lot of danger, a lot of violence, a lot of conflict. And for some of us, the stakes may not be as high as they were for these people, many of whom were killed for proclaiming their faith in that in that time and place, but that. We won't get through life without facing these hard times, these hard times that get between us in our relationships, the hard times that make us feel like we're walking in darkness or that we are not valuable. There's a story I heard a pastor tell. He he grew up as the son of a pastor And he said that one of the things that was very hard for him about being the son of a pastor, at least when he was small, was that sometimes his father would send him to the church in the dark to get something he had forgotten. 
And as a small child with a very active imagination, it was horrifying. Because the church was very sweet, lovely, in the daytime with other people and the lights on. But when a little kid went into that church in the darkness, it would suddenly seem very echoey and empty. And the, the furnace might come on with sort of a scary kind of roar. And there would be creaks and sometimes thumps that could not be explained, that no one seemed to hear when there was a bunch of people around. And then sometimes, heaven forbid, there would be even like in this kind of extra watchful frame of mind, this child within once in a while, a little mouse would go running around really quickly, and he would he would just want to shout. So the way that uh, this child uh, took on the darkness while doing the mission work of God to a degree, this little kid kind of way, he said, "Well, I'm going to sing. I'm going to sing." So. He, he knew what to expect, and as soon as he got in this church and flipped down the light, he would start to sing with all his little heart. He'd sing, Jesus loves me, this I know, and go forth. If he had to find some stuff, it was taking a while, and he was nervous, he'd start singing, Amazing Grace. And he would just keep going, hitting it with all those songs, Sweet Hour of Prayer, and he would get to sing. That his father had asked him to find and turn out the light and, and come home victorious and kind of hoping that nobody had heard him singing in town. This passage that we read is about something similar. Going out when things are hard and scary. And like that little kid did who grew up also to be a pastor, we are called to continue to draw on the joy and the strength of Christ that fills us with song and power and to dip into our heritage of faith to keep singing no matter what the world brings us. In this passage, it begins and ends with an, a missional call to be Christ in the world. He says it's enough for the disciple to be like the teacher, he says. And he says in, in the scripture he read, whoever does not take the cross and follow me isn't worthy of me. He's just telling people to do what he did. Be like me, he says. And he says it's going to be hard. When, when he talked about that thing about Beelzebub, it's because some of the religious leaders have said that he was um, casting out demons because he was a demon. People were saying that Jesus was associated with demons. So he's saying, you know, if this happened to me, it can happen to you. And then pe people can... Um, he said, keep doing good, even when you get attacked like that, even when people don't understand. Thanks for that, Jesus. <laughs> the other end of the conversation here is even more serious. It's not just name-calling that people could receive in following Christ, but it's a willingness to give their whole lives away, just 
things like Jesus did. And then to compound the call, he tells us that even those closest to us are likely to think that, that we've got Just like they did with Jesus. Remember his family showed up and thought he lost his mind. They all wanted to take him home. And that happened to us too. And I, I want to temper that a little bit, knowing that as we do the work of Jesus, it can be so very helpful to have other people around us to hold us in prayer, to love us, people who've known us for a long time and can help us discern that call of Christ. So I want to temper that a little bit. But there are times, there are times when the misunderstandings are going to happen anyway and people are not always going to be able to support you or be there for you in the work that you feel Christ is calling you to do. So I think we've got to balance that a little bit. Being people, not Jesus. Getting, getting the help of understanding what we're asked to do. And in the midst of all this warning, Jesus offers a word of comfort. He says that there's something that can't be touched by anything, by any of the misunderstandings, by any of the rifts in relationship by any heaven forbid of the violence. He talks about how people can maybe destroy the body, but they cannot destroy the soul. What a blessing. I wonder how it would be if we were able to live that out more fully. To keep that in our hearts more steadily knowing that no matter what is coming at us, no matter what happens, Jesus affirms there is something within us of value that cannot be destroyed. I think this is the point Jesus wants us to hear from this passage. It's not so much about the shadows that make us jump. It's about that light that sustains us, that keeps us whole, that gives us comfort. It's not about the troubles that lurk, but about the friends who stand with us, about the faith that gives us strength, about the value that Jesus puts within us that will never be taken from us. And this is what we're called to shout from the rooftop. Even if it feels like just a whisper inside, like just a hint in the darkness. This is the most foundational reality of our lives in Christ. And we're asked to share it. To speak it in the light. To proclaim it from the rooftop. Sometimes with words. And sometimes with our lives. Even when we have only glimpses of truth, we can share what we have from those glimpses with joy 
Maybe we can only hear whispers of that transforming power, but we can shout what we have heard with our whole lives about the one who loves us with a love that's beyond description. And we might live in the dark, but we can sing about the light. So if you find yourself in a place where there's a lot of shadows, where the furnace can sound like a very scary roar, and there's creaks and bumps that can't be explained. Sing. Sing with your voices. Sing with your lives. Sing. Jesus loves you. And keeps the wholeness in you that will not be touched by anything. Amen. Let's sing, Jesus loves me, hymn number 327. Thank you. 
Please join me in prayer. God, thank you for this day. Thank you so much for bringing us together to worship you this morning and to enjoy fellowship together. Please bring your healing love down on everyone gathered here and help us to be your healers, working as your hands and feet in the world, sharing your love and your light with one another. Give us wisdom and grace and everything we need to do this. Please, Lord. And determination. Determination to follow in your ways when it's hard. Discernment to know what those ways are. And when the times when we feel like we're, we're experiencing unbelief, help us in our unbelief. I ask you, especially today, to uh, send comfort and peace to the family of Jackie Kent, who has recently passed on, especially um, her granddaughter, Bryn. We remember Jackie's contributions to this church, and thank you for, thank you for her presence. We pray that you will embrace her as a sheep of your own fold. We pray for everyone God, who is hurting in mind, body, or spirit, Lord, we thank you so much for the healing that you have already worked in the lives of people gathered here. And we ask that you continue to send out healing exactly where it is needed in mind, body, or spirit. We pray that you will especially lift up those who are struggling with addiction, and lift up, please, everybody who is caring for someone who needs care. Give these people blessings, grace, peace, some fun, and rest, I pray. And guidance, of course. Guidance and wisdom always. Everyone caring for someone, whether that's family members, friends, people in the community, doctors, everybody. Please bless them. Please also be, of course, God, with our leaders. Give them wisdom. Fill their hearts with an understanding of your incredible love so that they may help lead all the people to peace in all the parts of the world. Please be with everyone who is in danger of, of committing violence or being responsible for committing violence. Move powerfully in their hearts so that just never happens. And please help everyone who is still healing because of violence and all the ways that come to people in this world. And we thank you again. Thank you so much for the rain, God. Please keep it coming. Please keep it coming. We need it so much. And after today, uh, please send some more good rainy days. Thank you again so much for your beautiful world, your amazing creation that sustains us and nourishes us. Please help us take good care of it and help bring healing to the damage that's been done to your, your beautiful world. We praise you. We thank you. We thank you for putting a song in our heart, for keeping our wholeness safe in you. What a joy and what a gift. Amen. Let us now lift up the prayer concerns of our own hearts, our joys, our, our requests, knowing that God hears every prayer spoken and unspoken. And I will ask 
the power of shared prayer to lift those prayers up to God in a special way this morning as, as we all pray together from our hearts. Amen. Please join me in saying the prayer Jesus taught us. I'll be using the words from page nine of our hymnal, page nine of our hymnal, following the the center, the center version of that prayer, which is on the page, printed right in the middle there. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And now we'll be taking an offering to help for the mission of the church. Thank you so much to everyone for your continuing support of the congregation and of the church. Um, and now the invitation to, to share. Please enjoy the gift of music. belongs to you. You provide for our every need. Now we bring back a part of what you've given to us. In love, we gladly say thank you. Receive our gifts, which we return to you full-hearted and freely. Take them and use them for your glory and for the blessing of your beloved creation everywhere. Amen. Let us sing the hour of prayer. Mm-hmm. 
Thanks be to God. Amen. Mm-hmm. 